Hey, you're listening to the Sunnyside Podcast Show with me, PJ. Me, Ron. I'm Scott. Cue the theme tune. Keep on Sunnyside, always on Sunnyside. Keep on Sunnyside alive. It will help us every day. It'll guide us on the way. Keep on Sunnyside alive. Yeehaw. Do you dance just for you? Yeah, well, well, obviously, I'm not dancing for you. Because I felt like if I just sat here and ignored you, and Ron was also ignoring you, you that you'd like, eventually just stop. You, you looked like... But he didn't. No, se- he didn't stop. He, he danced the whole way through the theme song. <laughs> you looked like a seal sat on a rock that just could not be arsed. Your, Perfect, head, was, no. your head was sat up there. I like, that that's, I like that that's what... That a seal sat on a rock couldn't be arsed. It's sitting there because it's perfectly content. <laughs> Not because it can't be arse doing anything else. <laughs> Were you perfectly content? I was perfectly content. <laughs> okay. Igno- I wish I'd had a you. photo. I wish I'd seen I got a photo of you with your head. For some reason, your head just sort of looking up, basking into the, the light, the lamp, for some reason. I was looking at Ron's yellow submarine. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I'll sit differently. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, <laughs> so listener, I know what you've always wanted to have on this show is it's, su- some I'm sort excited. of almost purely visual experience again. But we're, we're gonna so we're gonna we're gonna try and kick off one of the bucket list things that PJ brought up last time, um, and that was miracle berries. Yay! So, I've got them here. So PJ's been buying pills off the internet again. This time, it's pink. a packet of pills. I'm not a packet blue. of pills. Uh, one thing I would say is, I mean, we're talking about them as pills, but those are basically compressed fruit. It's all that is, is the compressed part of the fruit into a pill form. And I think we should put some sort of So you trigger. don't have to eat. You can spit the stuff out. Are it's we just 100% the... sure these are Miracle Berry pills? Pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they came in a packet. Okay. <laughs> oh, as all berries do. Now, I will admit I was a little concerned that the packet was not sealed. Uh, but, but I mean, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what the con would be to sell non-Miracle Berries, but put to hard drugs inside it people instead. mental. People, people mental. Oh, Philadelphia cheese. I, I bought a horn of plenty of food, so let's let's pull out the Tesco bag of par. I feel like we should warn anybody who has mesophobia. What's mesophobia? Is the the fear or hatred of Me? Eating, eating sounds. Oh, well, there might be a bit of that. So I've got uh, cheese crackers, which are gluten-free. Okay. He's got gluten, wheat and milk-free cheese-flavoured nachos. There we go. What's that? I have, I, I have eaten those before. You're, you're, you're gluten intolerant. Yeah. I'm gluten intolerant. It would be selfish of me to bring up a bag of gluten-filled things. A bag of veggies. A bag of veg? (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Because veg is notoriously bitter. Just a mixed vegetable medley. Yeah. I would bring it in the microwave and it will taste it after the miracle berry. I'll just eat it raw. What? No. What? What? Well, hang on. I like a bit al dente. I don't want to eat it raw. I mean, with the miracle berries in their mouth, maybe it might be lovely. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't. Don't cook them. Why? Why? Just you eat want to cook them eat... to like a bit of bite, but like cook the bit? No, no. You want to eat them raw? Yeah. Really? Mm. Have you had raw potato before? No, but there's no potato in that bag. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I'm I'm curious about what your range of raw foods is. All of those, all of all of the f- the vegetables that I can see in there are vegetables that people have as a as a a cold snack. There's it's carrots. A, but after it's been cooked. Yeah, but not these sort of people. <laughs> no, not, <laughs> not, after, not after it's been cooked. After it's been cooked, then... What? <laughs> you think somebody's cooking a carrot and then letting it cool <laughs> to have carrot sticks? Where's my dried boiled carrot? <laughs> All right, okay. Some of those things. I I will eat carrots cold. I like carrots cold. 
I would But after eat... you've cooked them first, obviously. No, 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 I would eat cool carrots. Parboiled, parboiled, no, left shut to up. cool. I would eat cool carrots. Yeah. I'm happy with cool carrots. Freeze them, then defrost I, them. I... <laughs> I'm I'm a bit on the fence about the the Broccoli? sweet corn. No, the sweet corn. I'm on the fence. I can look, eat it cold. Look, I can eat it warm. I'll be honest here. Sweet corn is a relatively new food for me. <laughs> you haven't had sweet corn before. No, I've had sweet corn, but we're talking in the last six months. I've just started eating it. <laughs> okay then, and and then the broccoli is not something I would ever consider eating cold. But but if it's you're fine. telling me it's fine to eat cold, I eat. It. You're not. What are you, what's the worst that's going to happen? It's going to taste bad. Well, <laughs> it's yeah. broccoli. I mean, yes. I think, I think we're all past that sort of four-year-old thing of like instantly vomiting whenever you eat something. No, no, but like. but like, well, okay, okay. Well, I accept that. I've also got Philadelphia light cheese. Yeah, you can take that and fuck off. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, with Miracle Berry, it tastes like cheesecake. Cheese, like it's really sweet. What like flavor cheesecake? cheesecake? I don't know. Well, <laughs> whatever you be it carrot and broccoli. Apparently, flavor. the best thing to have is Guinness. Apparently, I know, Guinness I heard tastes that. like chocolate milk, but uh, we can't I, drink Guinness. Yeah, so. we can't drink Guinness, so fuck you. And, and I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is there anything else in there? There's uh, What else is there? I'm just kind of scared about my hand in the bag. <laughs> there is some Doritos salsa to go with. I've got through half a tub of that today anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what it tastes like before the thing. I'm vaguely familiar I with it. I would imagine that's full of sugar, so it'll be in, inedibly sweet. It will be too okay. sweet. Um, so some things are too sweet. There's also in here. Well, here, here, I tell you what, do you know what? Uh, a block of cheese. It's a finger of cheese. Oh, I love a big block of cheese. That's more than a finger. That's a fat finger of cheese. A widow's dream. And that's, <laughs> a widow's that, dream. That's, that's all of that's PJ's all. Oh, yeah, so P- I, I also brought banana, lemon, and dark chocolate, which is supposed to be very nice. <clears throat> I've got the first miracle. Who wants it? Well, I'd like to take one out of the packet that hasn't <laughs> been handled by you. Thank nice you very much. Anyway. Dark chocolate is nice, but it is bitter. Dark chocolate's bitter. So it'll be the interesting so experience. Do we, do we crunch what, these? We just eat. Yeah. Just crunch them in your mouth yeah, we'll and let the, let the, let the thing gonna... run over your tongue a lot, and it will taste a bit weird. Where's mine? Uh, no, I'm, I'm taking it out of the pack here. Okay. Marks, well, you're fucking horrible. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 you want to run across your old tongue? Oh, it's it doesn't smell great. Oh, it's very chalky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what sort of erections is going to give me? <laughs> So <laughs> it's very it's very oh. manure smell it is. I'm just <laughs> oh. I'm stuck to my teeth. <laughs> oh. That is unpleasant. <laughs> it's a miracle they can sell these fucking things. Oh my god. It's like I they oh. don't remember them tasting that bad. There's, there's definitely a smell of manure on them. <laughs> It's very much the texture of it, that as well. This is awful. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if it's got all of my tongue or not. Just let it, you know, sweep it all around. <laughs> I've, 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 I've swallowed it all now. I've smelled it around as best I can. <laughs> so... Oh. That is really fucking horrible. I don't remember them being that. And it smells of manure. I don't know how I can smell African fields. I don't know what's like... going on. Oh, it, it's like shit Weedabix. Yeah, literally it's shit like, Weedabix. Yeah, yeah, like... so, so I would give that a couple of minutes. Really? Yeah, just to attach itself to your bitter taste buds. 
So, you know, okay. okay uh, and that's the experience of eating those. <laughs> so, being, I think I should have just pulled my tongue and just rubbed it over it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that definitely didn't taste as nice as previous ones I've had. Not that they ever like, tasted nice. They the just videos tasted... that I saw, kids were actually eating berries. They were berries. They mm, were not, yeah, they were berries. But they berries, were not these, like, pink Viagra berries, things. Berries are more perishable than they are when they're compressed in the tablet form. Okay. In tablet form, they could last for years, whereas berries will not last for years, clearly, obviously. So to transport them They said them that there, the berry tasted like a cherry. The be- <laughs> a cherry and berry? And I was like, well, that's going to be okay. But then you brought around these horrible things. <laughs> <laughs> did you only bring those? Did you only bring that many? I bought five, yeah. I bought five. It was a tenner for five. And, and how many people are there in this podcast? Four. At most. At most, yeah, okay. So it was... Uh, There's a spare. And it only lasts for like half an hour, so we need to get... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we need to get eaten. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh. Break, break, out, break out something quickly. Uh, well, I'd suggest let's start with a banana. Oh, no, kiwi. Oh, we forgot to get you to try the kiwi first. Yeah. Well, oh, that's disappointing. No, don't get you something. Give me some broccoli. <laughs> you said the broccoli? Give me some broccoli. Yeah, I hate broccoli. So <laughs> this is like a good litmus test. But it isn't if you haven't, if the flavors haven't already. Well, well, this, well I'm using Scott as a guinea pig here, really. Right, that's right. If, if Scott eats this and he's like, mm, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> Still smells like a shit. <laughs> that might be the miracle that's the berry. Thing about, that's the thing about bro- broccoli. Smells like a burp and tastes like a fart. Can I suggest maybe cooking it? I mean, that no. maybe helps. So what? This carrot tastes quite sweet. Well, how's your broccoli? That's it's going to really annoy you if it's nice, isn't it? It tastes like fucking broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> Let me try a carrot there. Is it, is it... No, I've never had raw <laughs> carrot before. Well, you see, that's the that's, so, that's for all I know. This that's is what it why like. I was trying to say to you, let's have a taste test. It tastes fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking oh, shit. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I'm yanked my mic where my headphones are. Scott is making the classic five-year-old who's been fed something he doesn't like face. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> Tell you what, that was worth a tenner of anyone's money just in your face. I'm going to have a bit of cheese. <laughs> Mostly because I like cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I'm eating some chocolate to get rid of that. Okay. Okay. Okay, here, okay. Comes, here goes a bit of cheddar. I like cheddar. Oh, it definitely tastes different. It's medium cheddar. <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> That's the most mild kind of medium cheddar. No. It definitely tastes weird, though. Knife. Limes. <laughs> Here we go. Sounds like a character from a bad comic. <laughs> Here we go. Um, can I drink something or will that ruin it? No, no, you can drink something, but be prepared for that to taste fucking shit. Well, let's see. Uh, if there's one thing I know what the taste of it is, it's Diet Coke. Okay. Oh, it definitely tastes sweeter. Sweeter? It's made this taste like Diet Pepsi. <laughs> That's Everything not a good just thing. tastes fucking the same. <laughs> this is bullshit. I, I only eat more cheese. <laughs> but, well, <laughs> what, do you, what do you want? I'm, I'm trying to Lem- see where the where the limes are. I had four limes, but oh, here we go. Yeah, you're sitting on them. I'm sitting oh, on two. Fan fucking tastic. Oh, sorry, cut them. Arse I'm just going to cut them. How do you cut, how do you cut a lime? Cut, here, it right cut right it in half. half. I've never cut a lime in my life. Do you want some cheese, Scott? No, I definitely don't want some cheese. Oh, cheese is nice. Could just be nice cheese, though. Peach. 
What do I do with this? <laughs> just cut it. Put it in your tongue. Alright, just, just... What the fuck? Well... Okay. I mean... Well, it's really nice. Am I going to get some? Yeah, give him some. There you go. I wouldn't eat too much of this because your tummy will not thank you, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think your miracle berry's working. <laughs> it's just a lie. <laughs> <laughs> One done one in every pack. Just, just one guy who's sitting there completely ga- gaslight for the whole thing. That lime's lovely. Isn't that nice? I think it's quite nice, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just tastes like lime. Scott looks like someone just shit in his hand. Pleasant. Peter's oh, going for the cheese now. Ah, let's try some cheese. Kiwi. Oh, that one was sweeter. Maybe, maybe it's getting, kicking in. Maybe you get a different part of your tongue. What cheese is lovely? Oh, well, that's definitely sweeter now. Mm. Okay. okay. Ah, one of us. One. Of us. <laughs> <laughs> we should have food every time this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I quite like the idea of cheese and crackers. <laughs> <laughs> cheese and crackers is lovely. What oh, cheese is oh, really nice. Fa- that lime is very nice. Okay. So oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. What a turnaround. Have a kiwi, Scott. Okay, give me a... Just uh, eat it like you're eating an yeah, apple. Hang on. Yeah. Scott, Scott said you had the thing with the skin on. Yeah, eat it with the skin on. Well, now you're like, what? Yeah, no, you just take the top just take, take the top and tail off. Okay, I don't know. Give I, us a plate over. I don't know what people do with kiwis. Kiwis can be very, very bitter. So... And this, the skin is very, um, very savoury. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe as time goes by, the the, the stuff gets more... <laughs> comes back out sweeter? I don't know. Well, what, is, what What is he doing? I'm kind of aware that maybe for the audience this isn't... This isn't super dramatic, but it's been very funny for me. I've been enjoying it. See, you can tell Scott's got a young child. Yeah, what, what, what are you doing? Oh, you're cutting out bits for us. Yeah. Okay, thanks very now much. Eat the skin. Eat the skin, right. Yeah. <clears throat> So I have to eat the skin too? Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's quite nice. Mm, that is nice. Mm. Sort of tastes like a strawberry. Yeah, it won't whenever you don't have the miracle berry. Oh, what's kiwi taste like normally? Really bitter, unless it's been sitting for a while. It's just like apple. Mm. Oh yeah, apple maybe more. Yeah, apple-y. Mm. That's good. <laughs> now... Rather cleverly, I didn't have dinner. <laughs> so I'm starving. <laughs> and now I'm having a healthy... Let's let's try... Do you want to try some broccoli again? Yeah. <laughs> I've dropped yeah. it over. Yeah, yeah but there's bits of broccoli going in the back of my seat there. <laughs> it's, 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 again, it's broccoli that PJ's kind of half sat on. <laughs> so if you don't mind some arse broccoli... Right, I'm only taking a little bit this time because I'm not sitting through that again. I'm going to finish this bit of kiwi here in the...
That needs cooked. I don't think it's as nice. Needs cooked. It's still a bit um, tree tasting. I mean, it's definitely not as bad, but it still is not particularly nice. Mm. Give me a a floret of broccoli there. Okay, let's see how this goes. (laughs) You hope you're enjoying this, listener. <laughs> I'm making sure they get all the mouth noises. I hope Andrew's proud of all the, all the good healthy food that we're eating here. Andrew likes it when we do a shout out to him. Hello, Andrew. Hmm. No, the vegetables are the vegetables definitely aren't really doing anything for me. I mean, to me, I, I don't know. What, I don't know what raw broccoli tastes like anyway. So, for all I know, that's that's what raw broccoli is. Yeah, it's nicer cooked. Never some, mind what he says. You want to try some lemon? <clears throat> yes. Yes. Get the lemon going. I think we'll wind up this segment in a few minutes because <laughs> I'm, I'm just not sure how much audio delight this is providing. But, you know, I, I guess it crosses off uh, PJ's bucket list. Well, you know, I mean, I've already so, done this. So next week we'll shoot people. I've already <laughs> I've already done this before. This is okay. not a new experience for me. Oh, the lemon is pungent. Oh, okay. Well, we better get bit, yeah, we better get to this quick before. Oh, the- gosh. Oh, mm. oh, last one. Oh, it's definitely not as bitter as normal. No, although my eye did twitch a bit there. It's still not great, though. Ay, 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 caramba! Yeah, it's uh, yeah, still. Oh, oh, lordy, lordy. Really, I think maybe it's wearing off a few more now. It could be because for me, it's uh, it's still still quite nice. Okay. Right, well, I'm ready now. Just eat that shoes and, and things all night. <laughs> mm. Okay, I'm going for that. There you are. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I mean, I'm impressed with the... It actually does something. It's it not nonsense. Yeah. I just did a broccoli burp. <laughs> <laughs> Your face. Right, I'll break open the, the cheese flavor nachos here. I'll leave you the um, kiwi so you can have some later. Okay. Whenever it's all worn off and you kind of go, ooh, key. I'm going to burp again. I'll try some nachos. <laughs> try some burp. See okay, that's like odd. A, like ASMR. Hmm? It's kind of strange, that one. God, that'd give me an erection. <laughs> you want to dip it into some Philadelphia cheese? Yeah, I was thinking. It's Philadelphia diet. Cheese. I do not want. I do not want Philadelphia cheese. Thank Try. you very much. Try. Right. I will. I will have the combination. Okay. Cheese nacho. So yeah, I'm really sorry, listener. If this is boring, I mean, <laughs> what I might do is put a chapter break after this, so you can skip past this if you want. <laughs> but um, it's interesting. Mm. Come on, get in there. Trying to get this on the on the nacho. It tastes like cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> Does it? Well, give it to me then. I miss cheesecake. It wasn't lying. <laughs> you got to try some now with your Doritos, which I think will be too sweet. Hmm, that's nice. Yeah. Cheesy cheesecake. Nope. Come on. Uh, no, not after you double dipped. <laughs> He's just double dipped. Listen, the ultimate crime. 
and you've got your uh, stick in your he's, fucking he's fingers. Just thumb to get it. Jesus! He just stuck his thumb into the Philadelphia and brought out a big load of it. Oh. Have you never eaten in company? <laughs> He's not used to eating with his pants on. <laughs> Normally just gets smeared around his face. <laughs> ah, that was lovely. I'm going to have one more bit of cheese. Ron, then... you are cutting that in a way that I feel we are going to end up in the emergency room. <laughs> this yeah. knife's not that sharp. <laughs> okay. I mean, What's really weird is I've still got the taste of lemon juice on my lips. So anything I'm tasting is like, oh, it's a lemon tingle on that. So I'm still tasting it. Yeah, I mean, just the cheese oh. is... Uh, it's coming back to me, but... <laughs> so... We did it! We had some miracle berries. Were they as good as advertised? Oh, oh, yeah, the chocolate. Do you want dark chocolate? Yeah, please. It better be quick. I think we're about, we're about maybe 15 minutes into this now. Yeah. <laughs> and it's 10 minutes too long. <laughs> well, more more just that I think we're about to start losing the effects of the... Mm. Oh, really nice. Nowhere near as bitter as it normally is. Mm. I haven't even tried a banana. But you see what I mean? When I said to you, it's like if you eat a banana and it's like the best banana you've ever had and you all laughed at me, but that's what it's like. It's like the food suddenly is just that wee bit nicer. Well, I mean, if if by best you mean sweetest. Hmm. Well, yeah. Is there another <laughs> definition? <laughs> <laughs> what, Bournemouth is really nice. I'm really not mad keen on Bournemouth chocolate. Bourneville. Bourneville. That's the one. <laughs> the, problem, the problem is, in order for your food to taste like... Slightly better. Oh come on! Like they should put this into the food. Mm, no, it wouldn't like, work. It wouldn't work because it's like a prophylactic for your tongue. Okay, well, let's just hand out prophylactics for your tongue then. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you have to eat that tablet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I will admit that that is. <laughs> and that was yeah. the worst. That's the only thing that I'm going to come away from after this experience. Is thing. Oh, I don't want to eat one of those tablets again. <laughs> Like, overall, the broccoli was fucking stinking. <laughs> the okay. lemon and lime were measurably better. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. An, definitely. An, inter- an interesting experience. An interesting experience. <clears throat> but I, you know. kiwi, kiwi tasted like apple. For all I know, it always does. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. Kiwi's very nice. You should introduce it into your diet. Cheese was the oddest one for me, and I think most enjoyable. Mm. Because cheese isn't bitter, but it's definitely... Yeah, there's a, like I was kind of thinking maybe a drink of milk as well because milk is milk can be really sweet, but you don't taste the sweetness of yeah. milk because it's it's sort of there's bitterness in there as well. But the bitterness is kind of masked by how sweet it is, so it's it all sort of balances out. But with with the miracle berry, I think it just is that wee bit sweeter. Mm. So I, 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 well, I, I enjoyed that. Okay, well that, that was that was, that was certain, certainly something that we did for content. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I did my I bought something to the show. What do you want from me? And I put it in my face. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's what happens here. PJ buys tablets off the internet and we eat them without asking any questions. I mean, uh, to be honest, my son wanted to have a go with America. He was very keen on it, but I thought it'd be best to bring it up here and get you to try it first. You've got, there's some me, left. To make sure it's a legit tablet. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't want him taking it and suddenly spacing out. Well, yeah, well, have a dung tablet. <laughs> he will not thank me for the taste. I'll tell him, Nathan or Thomas, these taste horrible, horrible, horrible. 
and only slightly nicer are things. And then you'll be eating broccoli and going, it's still broccoli. Yeah, you get 10 solid minutes of enjoyment. Out of it. <laughs> That's your limit. And the minute beforehand is just you sitting there going, this is a bad idea. <laughs> so we can uh, all look forward to a, a solid case of indigestion this evening. <laughs> So anyway, what have you guys been up to? You both saw Terminator. I haven't seen Terminator. Oh yeah, I did see Terminator. Is yeah. it good? You weren't as fussed on it as I was. No, I, I, what I can't figure out is why I didn't love it. Yeah, everything, everything. I was mean, there. Yeah, there's the. Oh. PJ said to tidy up. Yeah, it could wait. I know, but the bags wanted to close it, so the air okay. didn't get to it. All right, <clears throat> PJ, you're, you're you're sitting on sweet corn. <laughs> it absolutely is. <laughs> sorry, I'm Ron. hoping that came out of the bag. <laughs> really sorry, Ron. Sorry, sorry. I'll just throw that in the uneaten pile. Yeah, what I what I couldn't figure out is why I didn't love Terminator. It's Dark easy. Mates. There's nothing in it you're going to want to see. I mean, it's, it's really good. Yeah, no, but it's, it's like, really good. But I, I just was like, like it's like several several movies too late, and you know, twenty years too late, and you know, it, and also two films already good. Well, what's the third one going to do? Real diminished. Fil- yeah, yeah. You know, every other every film between the the first two and that has been yeah, you awful. Know. Well, okay, awful. Look, I like I've always said I have a very low bar when it comes to Terminator, in that I just enjoy Terminator stuff no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like all the movies. I like the TV series. I like comics. Mm-hmm. I just like Terminators. Yeah, I like them. Um, so I like. Look, I think the story. I think the story is good. I think how they weave Arnie's appearance into the story is very good. And I think all the performances are very good. And I think the action's very good. Some of the CG is ropey as fuck. Oh, really? Like for a bit for a movie of that scale, you just kind of look at some of the shots and think. Ugh! Mm. Like, how did that? Like, they like spaghetti people like flailing yeah, around. Yeah. But um, oh, in the trailers, the the guy who is the newest Terminator. Yeah, there's some shots of him where it's just like, oh right, oh they made him out of rubber. Yeah, he's, or something. It's, it's, it's a little bit. Though they do a little bit of de aging, which is very very good. Mm. Oh yeah, there's de aging in, in sort of the opening scene. Yeah, <laughs> which is <clears throat> excellent. Yes, yeah, it's really really. The best it's like Irish. Seen. It's like Irishman level. But they've uh, already. I mean, is this big Arnie is de-aged? No, or no, it's L- Linda Hamilton. Linda, Linda Hamilton. Hamilton. Well, and Arnie. And maybe, Arnie, yeah. Maybe that's Linda Hamilton's even younger sister who's identical to her. Well, I were mean, you not? Did you not? Whenever you watched the second one, did you not come away going, "Yes, everyone on that." As I explained to uh, people I was with and friends of mine, I went, "Yes, well, obviously they're all twins, but look at the effects on Linda Hamilton. It's amazing." <laughs> without realizing, <laughs> yeah, without knowing that Linda Hamilton has an twin. identical twin sister. Uh, but I think you should go and see it. Hmm. I, I think it's really enjoyable. Does it matter about the, if you can remember nothing about all the other films? The, all the other ones are inconsequential. It, it, it's it, only it, the first two. They didn't happen. Mm. That, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's it's that's funny. That's two. exactly how I've treated them as well. <laughs> yeah. I thought Genesis was okay. I, I was fine enough with Genesis, but the mm. other two were shite. Weren't as bad after Peter Gabriel. I weren't as good after no. Peter Gabriel left. A joke would have worked better if I'd got it right. <laughs> um. Yeah, what you, you I mean, really I, enjoyed I it. thought Mackenzie Davis was terrific. Yes. She's great. She's she's great um, in I, what's it, Touch and Light Fire or whatever it's called. Hold and Catch Fire. That's the one. Yeah, I I I keep on thinking things aren't going to happen for Mackenzie Davis because it seems like she gets offered these really big projects or she gets into things that where she's a starring role and it doesn't seem to translate into her being 
amazingly <coughs> famous. Yeah, not box um, office. Yeah, yeah, but I think she's fantastic. I, I, I like would watch Claire it. Like Claire Foy is another actress who's amazing, but you never feel like you see her. Like she's been the lead in a few films, but at the same time, is not someone you think of as a yeah. as a, a lead. And all I can imagine that is is that there there are actresses or actors that are content to take on roles that are more about. Uh, losing yourself in the part mm. rather than being a star. Yeah. Well, there's you know, movie the, stars and there's yes. actors. So the, the, they, are, they aren't star vehicles that they pick. Mm. They're, they're more about sort of, you know, disappearing into mm. the role. And uh, I think, I think she's, she's really good. I mean, I'm kind of content to just enjoy her career as, mm. as being someone, I, you know, who's, who fills out a cast nicely. Um, I wasn't. <laughs> so it sounds like she broke her leg. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that the guy playing uh, the Terminator was kind of almost a non-entity in terms of personality, but that kind of works for the part. Mm. Yeah. Linda <laughs> Hamilton's very good. Linda Hamilton's terrific in it. Yeah, uh, she, like, for somebody who has basically done nothing since T2, yeah. her from her her own choice, Yes, but uh, has basically done nothing since then, she yeah. steps right back into the role as if nothing has Yeah, I mean, Sarah Connor's changed. one of those characters a bit like Alan Ripley were, you know, they they def- the actress almost defines that role, but unlike Sigourney Weaver, who's gone on to do lots and lots and lots of stuff after that, um, Linda Hamilton's done almost nothing. You know, no. she she just seemed to leave acting almost. Yeah, she did. She just she moved. She she was on um, Graham Norton last week, and she just said she decided she didn't want to do it. Moved and bought a house in New Orleans and just lived there. And her next door neighbor didn't even know that she was an actress or had had been an actress. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, she's she's really good in it. I yeah. was just uh, really happy to see her back in the, in the series, and the way that I mean, I don't know if it's a spoiler or not, but the movie series could continue with her in it some more. So yeah, and I mm. let's I, hope not the way. <laughs> I, I would watch more. I would definitely, <clears throat> I definitely think that the the series is kind of set up for more continuation. Mm. Um, and I w- I'd be happy to see more. I think it's a it's a. Who, who was it? Is it James Cameron directed it or something? No, else? Tim Miller. Tim Miller, the Tim Deadpool Miller. director. Okay. Um, I I'd think of it like, did you see the the Thing prequel? Do you know what? I started watching the Thing prequel and never finished it. I never finished it. Okay. I like the Thing prequel. I think it is a fine. Probably, it probably doesn't matter if you don't watch the rest. of it. You just catch it up on the Thing when you watch yeah. that. Just catch up from there. From there. Do they do a recount of what happened before it, though? No, I mean the thing prequel is literally here's what was happening at the the other, the other. Um, so the base in, in the, the other in base Tom, in, in John Carpenter's the thing. Yeah, they go to another base it's and like they Norwegians see it's, like that, it's been it? destroyed. Oh, and that's what happened. This there. is what happened to that base. I was hoping it was like set nine thousand years previously, just like. Oh, just of it going like into in the ice. Like an hour and a half of the thing, of, the of thing, the thing deciding to fly it walking, walking around the ice going, there's nobody fucking here. I'll go for a kip. <laughs> yeah. But I think of it as, it's it's not a perfect film, <clears throat> but it's a nice companion film to mm. John Carpenter's The Thing. Yeah. And I think of it, that I think Terminator's the same. I don't think it's anywhere close to as good as either of the first two films, but I will happily watch them as a trilogy and it is a nice, it's a nice kind of top off piece. Yeah. Um, Funny, I, I experienced something similar to that last night. I decided to finally watch the uh, the 2018 Halloween 
which is a oh a direct mm. sequel to the original Halloween. Do you watch? Do you watch? Come Halloween time, do you think time to watch some Halloween movies? I think I've watched Halloween every single year since I was about fifteen or sixteen. I'm surprised really? you didn't go and see it in the cinema. I don't need to see it in the cinema. I knew that film back to front. No, the 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 2018. Oh, the, do you know what? There was something happening at the time, and I just couldn't get to see it. Okay, so you were interested. I, re- in I really it. wanted to see okay, it. Okay, fine. And uh, so I watched it last night and really enjoyed it. I yep. mean, it's it's not doing anything new. Or, or or particularly original, but it's just really nice to see Jamie Lee Curtis again. So, sometimes, yeah. sometimes role. when a like the seventh movie in a sequel just goes, do you know what we're going to do? We're just going to remake this first film all over again. And you think, yeah, that's all I wanted. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's with, all I wanted to see. With the Halloween exact movies, same stuff. It's, it's like they kind of did the exact same thing as Dark Fate has done, where they just said every other Halloween sequel, nah, didn't happen, mm-hmm. and they've just gone straight from a a straight sequel to the very first movie, <clears> and. Uh, did like a logical kind of sit down and figure out, well, what would this character be like nearly 40 years after yeah. all this stuff happened to her? Mm-hmm. And of course she's a basket case living in the woods yeah. and she's raised, you know, she had a daughter and she's raised her in a really unhealthy environment and, and she's estranged from her family. And it's, it's, it is, really I mean, without the horror element, this just sounds like a sort of time life movie or something. It just <laughs> it doesn't sound like a great film. And then there's a contrived way basically to get Michael Myers back out on mm. the, on the kill again, you know, and that's it. I had a really good time watching it. I mean, it's, uh, it has the problem that I think all horror films have these days, which is mobile phones. Mm. You have to have a contrived way to get rid of mobile phones. Mm. Otherwise, you know, all of the action. I mean, or, or I drama don't, can be I don't see why it has to be contrived because nine times out of ten, I either have no battery or no signal. So it's like, <laughs> it's one of those is all you need. You don't well, need anything. Well, I, well, I think in, in this instance, a, uh, a character's um, callous boyfriend just takes her phone and throws it into some blancmange. And, <laughs> and, and, and she leaves it there kind of out of spite. And I'm like, it wouldn't matter. What, I bet you later on she'll really you, regret not yeah, having that mobile phone. It wouldn't matter what you did to my phone. Mm. I'd still want it back. Mm. <laughs> you could put it anywhere, put it into anything. I still need the phone back. Yeah, all you really need is someone to go, oh, you have an iPhone 6? Ooh, battery life on that shit. <laughs> and that's, that's uh, that explained why they can't get signal. Or just, you've no signal. It just seems like uh, no signal... That would be enough. Yeah. I don't know. Has any well, film ever used mobile phones really well? Um, there's bound to be films out there where like it's a it's a plot point to to use the phone. Mm. Oh what's the what's the um is it Kim Basinger is trapped in a house and she calls it is I think it's just is it just called Sale? Kim Basinger is trapped in a house and she dials just a number and gets through to somebody it's like i don't know like christian slater or somebody like that and i haven't seen this no there was that film um a couple of years ago it was a netflix film um what was it called was it called hush or it was about a a deaf girl in a house and she was getting mm-hmm. all these messages via her phone and it was really well executed because she never could hear the guy who was stalking her could be walking right behind her in the yeah. house and she was completely unaware of it, you know. Oof, all-star cast. It's called Cellular. Uh, and it's Kim Basinger, Chris Evans, Jason Statham, this and is, William H. Macy. This will be one of those films which is less than the sum of its parts somehow, isn't it? Yeah, a young man which receives no an emergency phone call on his cell phone from an older woman. I mean, mm-hmm. that doesn't feel like it needs to be stated. Well, I mean, first of all, you're reading that, you're thinking, oh, sexy. The... <laughs> The catch, the woman claims to have been kidnapped and the kidnappers have targeted her husband and child next. 
Yeah, I mean, a lot of there's, there's a lot you you could certainly make, build a film around people having a phone. Yeah, but yeah. I think in a film, especially in the horror genre, where a lot of it's about isolation and being alone and not having information, yeah. you have to get the phone out of there really quickly. Oddly, I was watching or set it in a time period where they uh, don't have mobile have phones. You seen, there's an episode of It's Always Funny It's Sunny in Philadelphia where the gang t- sends a text message or something. It's literally it's called, this week's episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where they, where they, uh, um, one of them goes. Right, I've got a, I've set up a group chat and I'm going to text everyone, and the entire story is around them. You know, just how much they fuck up with these text messages they're sending okay. each other. So it's really clever. It's very cleverly done. Um, it's a terrific episode. Yeah, it's, it's really very good. well done. Um, but it, and and it's and you can go. Yeah, that, they're never. They, this is kind of okay. We're going to deal with why we don't have mobile phones and text messages in this show, and that's enough. You know, yeah, we'll, yeah. nobody wants to see someone stand and do nothing on screen for ten yeah. seconds while they text someone. Yeah, and then for a little bubble to pop up yeah. beside you. So it does, it does it very well. It's very cleverly done. Yeah. But it, and it's also funny to see the four different interpretations of the same text message. You know, yeah, okay. you get a bit of text. Oh, dude, he's like, so angry at you, and he's like. <laughs> No, he's just, he's happy. Yeah, he, he did thumbs up yeah. immediately after I sent that really long text message. Yeah. And he's a really fast reader and he just sent me a thumbs up. So I said, no, he didn't even read it. <laughs> he's going, no, no, he did, he did. So and it's funny, it's funny, funny, funny show. Yeah. Um, so, right, what else has happened to anything? Anything exciting? I got locked in Stormont. Ooh, do you tell. We're locked in Stormont. <laughs> I come. We, we went to take Ralphie to the park today. Uh-huh. Um, this is today? Yeah, this is today. Wow, what contrived method did you have that made you lose your mobile phone? Was it locked in Blizzard Mobile? Uh, yeah, I know what it was. Halloween, so you went to visit a ghost house. Yeah. <laughs> Leave your phone at the door. <clears throat> a little political. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we went to the park um, at about just after half four. The park closed at half four. Mm-hmm. But I see, I see a start of a trouble there. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't say on the website that it closed at half four. It says it doesn't close until at least half five. Somebody had This was stuck, today. This is today. So it gets dark at about half four now, does it? Or yeah, five the, yeah, it starts to get dark, yeah. So somebody had stuck a piece of cardboard with 4.30 written on it and underneath the sign that says closes at. Okay. So it just feels like somebody wanted a, to get out early. That's how, that's how <laughs> horror movies start. Yeah, it's like normally. Clo- but, but normally, what they would do is closes at nine o'clock tonight, and you'd go, "Oh, it closes at nine o'clock, and it's four thirty. It should be fine." It should, yeah, not we'll the other way around. around. Not the other way around. So we get there, and it says it's, it's stuck over the open until six. Free PM. candy this it way. Says open until four p.m. Mm. You're like, well, brilliant. So Ralphie was already annoyed. So we walked. <laughs> walked from Every, the, I'm annoyed now, Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> So we walked from there over to the main drag of Stormont, up the big hill uh-huh. to the thing. And we sat down and we had the <clears> snacks <throat> that we'd brought. And then Ralphie said, I want to go and see the castle, which mm-hmm. he called, is what he calls Stormont. Stormont. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I didn't want to walk up that fucking hill. No, no. So I was like, was uh, he, is he in a pushchair still? Is he fuck? Is he on the back? Is he have, no. He's not no. on a, like a, a skateboard thing? No. A bodyboard? No. 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 Okay. You making him walk everywhere then? Yep. Okay. So I was like, right. Is he fuck? Imagine. Any- I, I, this is, this is like one of my friends, whenever I told them that I was, or that, that we were having another baby, he's like, are oh, you going to need a bigger car? And mm-hmm. I was like, what for? He's like, well, you're, you, I don't know how you're going to get two prams mm-hmm. in the back of the car. Like, you know, it's like, you're, you can't tell me that your kid is still in a push chair. Like Ralphie hasn't been in a, in a wheelchair, or wheelchair, <laughs> push chair? In, a, in a pram for 
How old is Ralphie? Ralphie? Ralphie will be four in January, so he's right. three in a bit. So I, I feel like my kids were in a push chair until they were about five. No, a, a well over a year. Yeah, but they're your kids. They're my kids. <laughs> well over a year he's been out of his pram. Um, so we we thought if we start walking up here, he's going to get tired, and then we'll just have to come back down again. So what we said was, why, why don't you walk up and we'll catch up? Oof. Thinking okay. He'll go like well, you've got a spare now. Yeah, yeah. But he'll go like quite far. A hundred yards. I don't want to do this. No, nope. <laughs> he just started running up the hill. I was like, oh fuck! Was so we walked up after him. Eventually caught up with him. We walked all the way up to Stormont, which he was delighted with, uh-huh. and he didn't complain. He was very good. And on the way down, it started... I like the hope that if he did complain, you go, what the fuck are you complaining about? This, this was your idea, idea you motherfucker. On the way down, all the lights came on. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, isn't this pretty? And then <laughs> I, have a, I have a video on my phone of like hundreds of birds, crows, just start squawking <laughs> as we're landing. And it's really loud. And then they all tick to the skies. And I was like, oh, this doesn't seem right. No. But the closer we get to the the gates, also who's that guy with the blade behind us in the mask? <laughs> What's going the on there? We get to the, gates, <laughs> the more we realize, oh right, they're all locked. <clears throat> so we the, had to the, the ones to get out, or yeah. the ones to get. Oh right, oh dear. They're all they're all closed and locked. And there's a woman walking her, her dog who was in front of us, and she turned around to look as look at us as if, oh shit, what the what the fuck, um. And so then we had to turn the, we then had to walk off the path and start heading back towards the park and then from the park back to the car park. But none of this is lit. Yes, so we were using our dark. phones as wow. as torches trying to um, navigate our way back. So we ended, got back to the car at 10 to 6. Mm-hmm. And there was a guy who got out of this little cabin thing and went over, walked over and opened up the gates of this mm-hmm. car park that we were in. And on the way out, we said, I take it the, we're not open, you're not open until seven. And he says, no, it's from five, we close at five o'clock mm-hmm. from today. And we pointed at, at a sign at the opening of the park. It says, it says there, open until 7 p.m. It's like, oh yeah, we just haven't changed that yet. <laughs> so like, well, what? You've- Motherfucker. So, yeah. Motherfucker. And Aunt and I once were walking on the embankment and we crossed the bridge then got lost for about four hours. <laughs> <laughs> just, and there were no mobile phones in those days. We were just walking around. The embankment's going, just a straight line. I know. I don't know where we got lost to. I don't. We crossed the bridge, so we walked down the embankment um, to where the the water meets the. You know, there's Land. like a little no, like the embankment. Right. So where the embankment is, you start. You walk along there. We crossed the bridge, and there was another bit. And I went, "Let's go over there." And I went, went over there, and somehow I got turned around. I got lost. Is all the taste coming into your no, mouth? I just did another broccoli. Bur- <laughs> broccoli's the fucking worst. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <sighs> that's what the, that's what the miracle berries don't warn you about when it, when when the food repeats on you. <laughs> it's not you know, as nice. Tastes like it, it always did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just struggling with there being so much cheese beside me. <laughs> <laughs> still, still too much cheese for you. Yeah, you turn around, add up the cheese. And go. <laughs> cheese is nice. I like cheese. Cheese and grapes are lovely together. Mm. Mm, anyway. Oh, we were at a Halloween party last night and somebody made, instead of candied apples, mm-hmm. somebody had made candied grapes Ooh. and they were really nice. They I were see. really good. I saw I saw a thing that somebody said, oh, if you put grapes in the freezer. Yes. 
And I thought, oh, that's a great idea. Maybe it was you who told me that. It probably was. From frozen tr- grapes, the, I, the I cinema thought- in Dundrum mm-hmm. is where I had them first. They sell them as a as a snack, snack in the in the cinema in Dundrum, and now the movie house have started doing oh, them. Okay, well, I I did that, and they were unimpressive. So pfft. I don't know. Maybe have you, you didn't. tried them with miracle berries? <laughs> <laughs> Neither of you have seen Dolomite. Is my name? I'm annoyed no. with. I didn't. Annoyed even, with I mean, the, the film, for a film that was hyped as much as it was. It seems to have been released on the Netflix without much fanfare. Well, I'd never heard of it until PJ came around and said they were they so, pushed the the trailer really hard. Like I'd say about eight you haven't seen ago. the trailer. Everyone I don't know. It was, the it. trailer was everywhere, and I literally saw the trailer for the first time just before you arrived around here. Oh, so when we, I said we, we managed to this? avoid another trailer episode. <gasps> no. Um, yeah, but then, then and then we watched the trailer for the Dolomite film, which is. So do you know the story of My know, Name is Dolomite? I do know the story because right? so I've the, seen the trailer. So anyone who doesn't know, uh, My Name is Dolomite is based on the true story of Rudy Ray Moore, who took on a persona of a character called Dolomite uh, to do a comedy act, which was most of his comedy was done in rhyme. He recorded a couple of albums and then decided to invest money in a big film, which was... Well, basically, nobody was giving him any parts. Nobody was giving nobody him Nobody would hire well, him for yeah, anything of not, because no. he was terrible. No, no, no. It was because he was a black guy. and the, the, the black cinema was not big, big... Right, so it was hard for him. But he was also terrible. Well, he was also terrible. But the um, he he he's gathering you, up some no money. Idea how much PJ is dying through his impression of that? Oh, yeah, oh. Eddie Murphy's great in the role. Eddie Murphy's brilliant in it. But I did not realize. So Eddie Murphy is in his fifty-six, Um and so he's playing this character Rudy Ray Moore. And I watched it. I thought, oh, this guy must have been quite old when he made this film and stuff. But you actually watch the trailer for the Dolomite film. The real trailer for the real film, and it's every bit as bad as the in-film movie makes it look. Uh, and he's like really, he's really young. Look, he's like in his thirties or something. Eddie Murphy still looks great. Eddie Murphy it? still looks great, but he doesn't look like he's in his thirties. Eh. Black don't crack. That's what I've, <laughs> I've heard. <laughs> that's that's a thing people have said. No, 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 they haven't said that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he doesn't look young anymore. Mm. Yeah. You know. Um but it was it's really good and I kind of thought I kind of miss Eddie Murphy on Well he says he's coming back TV. to do stand up. Yeah. Okay. That's what he cuz he was in the new season of Comedians in Cars getting coffee. Yes, I saw that. Uh, and he said he is coming back to do stand up. Okay. Like two of the biggest most successful stand up specials of all time. Were his. And he just decides not decided he didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah, but he could not do those specials or anything like those specials no. in today's climate? No. Um, so, I mean, you know, I have to wonder what... In today's what, politically uh, correct climate, you mean? Well, I mean, society's moved on. I mean, a lot of his, a lot of his uh, material in Raw and Delirious is incredibly homophobic, yeah. incredibly sexist, incredibly... Uh, I mean, it's just, it's just vulgar to the point where I, I just don't think any comedian would do anything like that now. I mean, they probably would, but well, the, yeah, push, but the pushback a, would be pretty bad. They'd get a special on Netflix called Uncensored or something, and then do a whole special around the, their their four jokes. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, Dave Chappelle's done some fairly edgy stuff recently that that uh, you know he doesn't seem that bothered about the pushback. Yeah. You know? No, but I but I think with Dave Chappelle and Bill Burr, both of their most recent specials have had pushback on it, but I think both of them manage it well enough and are smart enough to walk the line very, very well. Also, they've got a lot of money. 
they have got a lot of money, so it doesn't care. matter. So it yeah. doesn't matter if there's if there's pushback. But I think both of them straddle the line almost perfectly. Chappelle handles it slightly better than Burr does, but almost perfectly to the point where I, I think it's the it feels like fringe extremists who are getting annoyed about it. Well, as I mean, opposed to as opposed to uh, the, the populace as a whole getting annoyed about the things. I, I think that the crucial said. thing is that they're they are joking about horrible things, but they're still not doing those horrible things. Yeah, um, you know, unlike say Louis C.K. or other comedians who've been who've been rightly collared for you know their behaviour. Yeah, they're still only joking about that behaviour. Yeah, <laughs> so it, it's uh, you know, it's 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 just a freedom of speech issue more than anything else. Um, and deciding, you know, where where the the boundaries of taste lie. Yeah. And if they if they cross those boundaries, then there's no. They need miracle no le- of the mind. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's no legal penalty. No. There's no. just a societal penalty, and they don't seem to be paying any penalties for those. So. No. And I think if you look at the the Rotten Tomatoes <clears throat> score, especially for Dave Chappelle's, like the critical score, they they released it to a couple of um, uh, critics, left leaning critics and it had zero percent on rotten tomatoes until it was released to the public and now i think it's sitting at about 98 99 well yeah i mean that that's always the case it is that the public have generally a high, higher higher tolerance and a lower threshold for um raw material you know they they generally enjoy broader broader material than than well-read critics mm. I mean, and that seems kind of unkind maybe to say but you know, I don't think that you know, raw or delirious would have been would have been reviewed particularly well by the no, left leaning media not. back in the day either. But you know, the the masses speak for themselves. You know, they they generally they like what they like. You know, there's no accounting for the mob. No, have we don't all, look at me. I've got nothing. Have we all watched Watchmen? <laughs> oh, I feel so bad. Yes. <laughs> Why do you feel bad? I feel bad because I know Leah and John um, and. I've, right, so I so I generally have I follow what some of the stuff John and Lee have been talking about on on the PR around Watchmen, which has been largely about oh Almer's put a curse on me, and it's like ah right. So what's happening here is he's not allowed to mention Watchmen. Uh, he's not allowed to mention Almer's name in the advertising of Watchmen because his, he's asked for his name to be removed from all credits. But there's still that kind of Alan Moore's Watchmen. Um, so what he's doing is every interview Damon Lindelof has done has been, I'm going to talk about Alan Moore. Finding a way to kind of incorporate him into the, yeah, into the yeah, dialogue. Yeah, into the narrative of this, the making of this thing, even though he's got nothing to do with it and wants nothing to do with it. And all of that I find, and so I've thought to myself, I'm just going to give it a wide berth. I don't particularly see anything in it that I would want to watch anyway, and I'm going to give it a wide berth. And then I saw some of the early reviews, and, I, and the early reviews have been, not so much early reviews, but some of the stuff it's been talking about, about the, the Tulsa massacre, wasn't it called? The, the, the oh, the, yes, the... Tulsa oh, race riots. Tulsa race riots, yeah. Yeah, uh, 1920s Tulsa race riots. And and the emphasis that it seems to be putting on um, racism and on um, the, the sort of what's happening in contemporary America. And it's and I kind of thought, I, I feel like I, I wonder if they're actually doing something interesting. And, yeah. I, and I kind of weakened, I weakened because I have it on Now TV and it was there. And I thought, I'll just watch the first episode. It was really interesting. Yeah, I, I, was... I, I, I loved it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all right then. I mean, I, di- I didn't go into it begrudgingly. I don't have any mm. af- real affinity. Well, I think your review of the original book was, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, no, my, my review of the original ending. I don't like the ori- I don't like the original ending. Sacrilege. Because it's not. Again, it's, do you, and it's do you not mean even, when 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 the give book, me squid or give me death when the book is is sent to the newspaper and they they lift it up no, from a pile he, and go? He prefers mm. the Doctor Manhattan ending from the movie. Um, probably yeah. No. Yeah, I just okay. like for me, and I think if again, we, I think I mean, we talked th- about this. Before. I, I feel like the f- focusing on the ending at all is completely missing the point of what. But that's it, that's is, it, but, but that's, that's but I'm all I'm doing is is yeah, no, I know, what I, know. I didn't like. No, no, and it, reading it later. Yeah, it seems incredibly dated. <laughs> okay, well, it, I mean, it, yeah, I mean, it there's fe- it's there's there's a point where you kind of go, is this dated, or has it reached a point where it feels retro? It feels like it's no longer talking about contemporary things, but it's like a period. I, I, don't, I don't know that it feels dated. I mean, do you think Moby Dick the book feels dated? Oh, it's very here set, we go. Set in the 1640s. It, it, feel, it feels it's like- always about Dick for you, isn't it? <laughs> For, it, it just feels it just it, for, it, it for feels me like coming a product in, of its time, and I think it is but, an, an exemplar of its time. I think but it is. for me coming in so much later, it felt like hokey nineties comics written in the eighty eighty seven. Yes, but that's what I know. But that, <laughs> but, but but for everything that came after, yeah, tried to mimic mm. Watchmen in some way, sure. and they were the comics that I was would see growing up, and they were the shit. That was like the nineties were notoriously the shit period for comics, mm. and that's all that kind of stuck with me, and then. Even the the creature design is just ugh. blame Dave Gibbons for that one. And that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Like, Let's but the re- Dave I, I re- but the rest of the book is terrific. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't. I, I. But I don't. I'm not kind of in any way beholden to the book. It's not a. It's not a, a pillar of my but there, kind but of pop it, so, culture. Yeah. So, but the the thing is, it's not so much for me. It's not like oh, this is completely does two fingers up to the book. That's not that's not the issue I would have with no. it. It's this is basically uh, the creator of this has said I don't want anything to do with this, and the people making it have gone fuck you. You're we're going to drag your name into it no matter what, and that's that's the ickiness of it. That's the thing that I you know. So for me, it's not like oh I, I hope they're respectful enough to the book. It's not about that so much as they're not completely disrespectful to. Alan Moore and 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 what they're doing, just even by doing it. Yeah. But on the other hand, I still watched it. Just, well, it's not. It's not. They uh, could just as easily not mention him. Yeah. Yeah. I, but, that uh, that part I agree with, but just as easily not do it. Alan has said that he doesn't want any project not to go ahead because he doesn't want to do it because that is depriving yeah, his yeah. collaborators of yeah. money. Yeah. So it, I think. Uh, yeah. Fine. I mean, there's, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of kind of uh, there's a lot of. Not good stuff around it. I, I personally, after having watched it, I kind of wonder myself, did they need to make it about Watchmen? Could it have been about something else? Although, weirdly, I think they are quite respectful to the book. I, I felt the same way. I felt that this story probably could have been told without any reference to a comic from the 80s whatsoever. Mm. But that's where they're getting all the power from. Mm. You know, they're they are... They're leaning very heavily on, on imagery and symbolism from, yeah, yeah. from the book. So, you know... That that's their start off point. It's weird because I was there's some some of it I was watching. Like they and, clearly want this show to run for years. Yeah, there's a bit in it right at the start where a girl makes eggs in a pan, and you yeah. see from the bottom, and it's a smiley face with the blood smear on it. And I was watching that, I was thinking, what does that mean? In the co- I mean, and then it, then it made the whole house of cards of the comic fall down for me. It was like visually, what did that mean? It didn't mean anything. It was just a thing. It was a visual flourish. Yeah. But they're treating it like it meant something. Well, yeah, I think I think that's exactly right. I think they kind of 
we're doing a massive wink to a small subsection of the audience. Yeah, yeah. Because most people, I mean, like TV, the TV viewing numbers versus like the people who've actually read that book are probably wildly skewed in favour of TV. Yeah. But they still feel the need to kind of have this reverential nod towards yeah. the readers of the book. And it's weird, like more people, more people would probably have seen the film than have read the book. Yeah. That, that. So it's it just, I, I, there are elements of it. So, I mean, taking all of that aside, all of that, mm, mm, I thought I thought it was still kind of in, really interesting. I thought some of the costume design, like the yellow scarves all the police wore is really visually interesting. Um, and I don't know what's up with the panda guy. That seems a weird left. <laughs> that was such an interesting choice. <laughs> yeah, it's like, let's, what do you think of that panda? And it's a bloke wearing a giant panda head. And it's like, what? But, but let's see, for me, I was, I was watching that going, I mean, these are things that are going to explore. There's yeah, no two D- ways. Damon Lindelhoff has a history of building stuff in that will be explored in in episodes. You know, like mm. you know, here's the backstory to this character. Yeah, I mean, I, for me, I looked at whenever I saw it, I thought, do you know what? I bet you there's going to be an entire episode about the bureaucratic side of it, and I bet all the bureaucrats are furries. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Okay. Like that's what it felt like. It felt because everybody in that room was a cop, yeah, except for him. Yeah. So it feels like there's probably going to be some sort of faction or something. Yeah, that, that's yeah. what I. That's what I thought anyway. But I, w- I was wa- I was watching it and I was kind of saying, well, you know, this this feels like it's not really part of the same world. And then all of a sudden, Archie rises out of the out of the ground, mm. and I did get chills. I, I was like, all of a sudden, like you know, there's a big there's something that's just a really big part of that world. Yeah, just took off into the sky. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I, it, it, I was quite I, on board. With I mean. That. I'm, I might well be wrong, and they may well contradict it later. But it feels like what they've done is they've gone. Watchmen happened. The, co- the comic book world happened in this TV universe, and and we accept every single thing. And this is an extrapolation of that twenty years after. Well, that. yeah, because they've they've talked about the. Um, I can't remember the exact words that they use, but like the mutant encounters or the mutant well the, at one point they ask a character do you believe that inter- interdimensional interdimensional uh, yes. invasions are a government conspiracy yes and then mm. there's that bit whenever all the squid starts pouring yeah. out of the sky yeah. and uh, you know which seems to be a regular occurrence oh yeah because everybody nobody seems shocked by it yeah. um so i think that they that the watchman comic did happen in the early 80s yeah. and we're now 35 years yeah we're dealing with the aftermath of there. all yeah. that yeah and i have no doubt that you know they will sit around explaining absolutely every facet of this yeah. you know, but much Adrian's like, Adrian invites uh, uh, Butler and uh, made clearly robots. I mean, maybe he's a robot too. Yeah, it could be. Could, maybe I mean, they're it, all robots. It would kind of make sense to me if he's a robot because there was that headline saying that he was dead. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. So maybe this is like this was the first anniversary of the robot body. Mm. I don't know. We'll see. It's, yeah, it's, okay. it, yeah, yeah. You know, they're, they're There's clearly, a lot of stuff there. They're, yeah. they're clearly. I mean, like Damon Lindelof was the was one of the original creators of Lost. Mm. And that was a show that kind of built so much stuff up at the front that you give had no answers to whatsoever, and then just spent seven years or six years spinning it all out in different directions and kind of coming up with as many, you know, explanations for things that they didn't have explanations for yeah, at the start. Yeah. And I, I feel like this is going to be the same same deal. And not I'm not saying that in a, in a pejorative or negative way. I think that's a really interesting. interesting what way they've to got, approach what they've got different, you know? I think, is is that they they can explore the the gap between the book and the TV show and how everything ended up the way it is in the TV show. But it feels like then it also needs to go somewhere. Yeah. But what, what I'm saying is that they've kind of, they're, it's a storytelling approach that I think is quite, can be quite interesting and challenging because you've, you've created all these things and then 
you maybe ha- you maybe build the world first, and then you challenge yourself to kind of go, well, how did we get from there mm. to here? Mm. And let's explore that maybe in season two or season three. So you're definitely going to watch the second episode then? Look, I, I, I'll watch it until I get bored. I mean, mm. that's that it doesn't matter what the show is. I, I, I get bored really easily. Did you? I felt like what they could have done is they could have had a little five minute bit at the end that might have been a different like a tv show from well, that world and in the same way the watchmen did in the books like yeah. maybe that would have been too cheesy too sort of i don't know off the reservation a but bit of back matter yeah back matter that that mattered who knows what way that they'll they'll take it on but i think i think it's a it's an interesting approach uh, it's an interesting thing to try and do create a sequel in a different medium to something that was really successful mm-hmm. in one medium and have no none of the original creators involved. Like Dave Gibbons isn't really doing anything on this, is he? He's, he's a, he's a, a producer. So basically, he said, "I go ahead." And make said, it. Well, I think he's done some. I, I've seen some drawings of some of the characters in costumes, so he may well have done some costume design as well. Yeah, the girl. Um, uh, oh, I can't, I'm not going to be able to remember her name. Who plays uh, Sister? Oh, Sister Midnight. Sister Midnight. Uh, uh, Oscar winner from If Bale Street Could Talk. I'm blanking on her name too, and I really like her because she, she's a she's a, a great voice actress as well. Regina King. Regina King. Uh, she mentioned Dave. She was on Graham Norton as well. Uh, she mentioned Dave Gibbons and how he had reacted to the yeah the but costume. The, they'll all have been given their talking points, and they'll be like, "Make sure you mention Dave Gibbons. <laughs> Make sure you don't mention Alan Moore." <laughs> Except to say he's put a curse on you. And of course, this brings up the whole thing again of like you know, despite. The whole thing at the very start of the show was saying based on on a, a comic created co created by Dave Gibbons, all of the think pieces and writing about it is all talking about Alan Moore's Watchmen mm. and how Dave Gibbons illustrated that. Yeah, yeah, and how Dave Gibbons kind of like is an is a afterthought, you know. Yeah, well, it's it's, it's weird for the amount for visual mediums the amount of emphasis is put on the written word rather than the visual elements of it. But this is something that writers always do. Yeah. And right, whenever writers are writing about something, they tend to give more credence to the writing. Yeah, you know, and it's really hard to it's really hard for people who you mean people when people write articles about a yeah, thing, they're when, writers who they're people whose initial discipline is writing. Yeah, they can't help but focus on the writing. Yeah, um, if they were artists themselves, primarily writing about it, they would obviously probably leave equal weight to both. But Scott, what color? But what's going on in the colour in that show? Because that yellow of the face mask seemed to pop in a way that these things don't normally pop. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to come. Am I right? To- I mean, am I right in thinking that? It does look like it, yeah, those yellows but I think are that's, popping that's more than... Probably more to do with the the rest of the set dressing because mm. there's no other colour in the cop uniforms and there's no real other colour in the show. Mm. Like the... Everywhere, apart from when they they do odd little things like the um, when Regina King was talking to her daughter's class about her about her bakery, that was incredibly blue. Like everything in that room was blue. She okay. was wearing blue. All the kids were wearing some sort of blue. So they are making conscious choices. Yeah. I think the the yellow pops more mostly because of environment. They've mm. probably enhanced it in the grade yeah. afterwards. I'm guessing it's probably going to tie back into something. Yeah. Um, What's well, the yellow? It feels like it's the yellow it's, of the it badge. Is the yellow. Yes. It's the yellow. I mean, like they've, they've taken, they've probably gone and scanned the, the front cover of Watchmen, but that yellow is the yellow that that mask's going to yeah. be. You know. And I feel they'll probably explain that hmm. um, as to why that in the show, as to why they've all picked that, that yellow. Cause it seems like apart from you reach a certain point in the cups, when you get, then get to pick your own costume. 
Panda. Really? And some people pick panda heads? And some people pick panda heads. And the, the interrogator picks like the kind of silver mm. sheen head sock thing. Yeah. Um, and Sister Midnight has, has picked her. So it of. looks, I mean, it looks like the, the what are they called? The Watchmen guy? Or the, the Rorschach Man? guys? Is oh. It, uh, oh no, the Rorschach, what are they called? The 7th K7 or 7th Cavalry? 7th Cavalry, Cavalry, yeah. They, so it feels like they came out of... They, so in the end of the comic, when the book is, is sent into the, the New Frontiersman, it, New Frontiersman, and they published it, it yeah. feels like, and New Frontier does it tie to cavalry? Well, the, well, the New cavalry? Frontiersman uh, book in the in the comic is a right is a heavily right leaning product. Um, yeah, so it feels so, like they've been inspired by that that newspaper. That I mean, if if you're if if it is a world that's tied very tightly to the comic, which I think it probably is, yeah, then you can almost trace some of these things back and go oh, I see where they I see where they've pulled that from well yeah they're, they're, they're far right conspiracy theorists which yeah. is what Rorschach was as yeah. well and, and what you know what the new frontiersman because initially was. when I saw the trailer I thought look at that just, they're just giving everyone a Rorschach mask because they can't do the visual effects so if we give everyone a mask they can all get different ones yeah but I, I feel like there's a reason for what why that group even exists why they appeared and then disappeared and then have reappeared again which seems to be of what's happened um so yeah, I mean, there's a lot of interesting stuff going on. I'm, I, I mean, I'm partly invested because I like Watchmen. I'm more invested in this than any of the Watchmen comic stuff that, that came out. You mean like before Watchmen or yeah. Doomsday Clock? Yeah. Again, I didn't read anything in before Watchmen apart from Darwin Cook's thing. Yeah, yeah. I read Darwin Cook's one as well because the art was gorgeous. And yeah. do you know what? I feel like he was really respectful to the to yeah. the to the original story. Um, Doomsday Clock seems like uh, an incredibly exploitative. Mm. Um, way to kind of just you know, let's just put Watchmen into the DC universe in yeah. the most hacky way possible, and uh, I'm not really, uh, I'm not really up for that at all. I think I think one of the one of the beautiful things about Watchmen is you can just hand it to anyone; and they don't need to know anything about yeah. anything outside of it. It's, it's a completely self-contained little masterpiece of comics work, and you mm-hmm. hand it to anyone, and they can appreciate it. And then sort of 30 years later, they're going, well, now there's this sequel series and there's these prequel series and there's all these other bits and pieces that you kind of need to, you really need to enjoy you it don't, all. You don't need to enjoy it. But DC really wants you to think you have yeah. to see all these things yeah. to enjoy them. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I just kind of find that all a bit reprehensible. Have you enjoyed Watchmen? Here's a bunch of other things that you won't enjoy either, but they are, <laughs> they they've, got, they've got Watchmen <laughs> in the title. Yeah. Hey, so we'll do a pick of the week. Have you any picks of the weeks? Um, Weekly my, picks. Well, my pick of the week is a little movie that I watched uh, yesterday as well. Just a little I, movie, there, guys. Called, called uh, "The Art of Self Defense." Yes. Um, so you'll not remember this, but we did a trailer show that was very popular, <laughs> wildly popular trailer show that we did, where we just sat and watched trailers of shows, and that was one of the films that we watched in trailer form. Yeah. And thought that looked. We thought. I think we thought it looked stupid. And then I we thought was, this is. When I'm we started watching it, we thought it looked like a really silly comedy, and then. As we as we watched the trailer, we thought actually this seems pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, so I watched it. Um, I watched it this morning actually. Um, it's a really funny, dark satire on masculinity. Um, it's kind of spoilery to say anything more about it. In that, it's about a guy who gets beat up. He's a, he's a really ineffectual, um, mm-hmm. weak man. Gets yeah, beat Scott, up. you'll you'll yeah, uh, he gets beat up <laughs> when he's out one night and decides that he's going to learn karate to kind of help himself take on the world and, and feel better about himself. But it's it's just a really odd movie. I mean, people people say um, the script is very declarative. People say things like, uh, "I want to fight you," and the guy says, "No, you don't. I'm better at fighting than you are, and I would I would beat you." <laughs> 
or or, or the guy he says um he, he marches into the break room at his work and uh, after he's decided he's more assertive and says I punched my boss in the throat I I am now the alpha male can I sit down and says but there are no seats left he says I will sit in your seat and the guy just stands up and leaves and then says we should all do push ups now <laughs> so it seems it seems like it's a world where. The cadence and of yeah, the cadence, the cadence of, of speech is really weird. Wes Anderson mixed with Dwight Schrute. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, Dwight Schrute. That's exactly that's yeah. exactly what it is. It's very much people say in very clear terms what they're thinking all the time. Um, Bears, Beats, and Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> but it's a really odd little movie. You can tell it's made in real shoestring. There's almost no budget to it. But the cast is very good. Yeah. Um, Alessandro Nivola, who doesn't get to be in enough stuff, plays the, the karate teacher. And Imogen Poots is in it as well. And uh, Jesse Eisenberg. And that's really the cast. Yeah. I mean, there are other people in it, but they're kind of like no-name sort of like character actors. Um, I'd say definitely check it out. I have no idea. It's probably going to show up very soon on like the the digital platforms. Um, I'd say definitely check it out. Okay. Check it ch- ch- Check it out. That's a new thing we're adding. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> Let's see how long that lasts. Guarantee it's gone by the next episode. <laughs> Fuck S- you. Spoiler alert. Uh, have you any uh, picks of the week? Yeah, I bought this thing. I'm going to get it out just to show you guys, but this is called the Next Savior. The Next Savior? Um, what, what? What? It looks like a lifesaver. Lo- yeah, swimming. it does. It looks like a little uh, like pool. a float you would have in the swimming pool. So it's kind so- of like a stylized X, and it's uh, it looks like three or four layers of foam. It looks like are, one of those, yeah. it's like a boomerang, one of those come back to you whenever you throw them. So what you do with this is you, depending on how uh, hard or how weak you want to stretch, so you bend it over like this, uh-huh. and then you lie with it under your neck, uh-huh. and it kind of tries to expand uh-huh. out that way, and it puts your neck into a low form of traction. Um, what? Which is Why do this doesn't this? this doesn't sound like a healthy thing to do. No, this is incredibly healthy. It's, it's what's, what's what's the problem with solving this? Bad neck, bad posture, okay. sore neck, sore back. Uh, all You're just trying things. to regain any sensation of floating that you can, aren't you? Yeah. Any any methods? I miss floating. <laughs> I am going again this weekend. Anyway. Okay. Okay. Uh, but no, I've I got this um, during the week, and I've used it every day since, and. Uh, it ge- you my I genu I have bad a bad neck anyway. I sit hunched over a computer for ten mm. twelve hours a day every day. I'm, I'm still I'm still confused about what what it does in terms so you, of it, how it this, sits. This, on you lie your on the floor. Yeah, you lie on the floor. Okay. So this part presses against your shoulders. Like okay, that. okay. Okay. Ah, okay. Okay. Like okay. That. And, and it tries to separate your head from your body. Yes. Okay. It tries okay. to pull it apart like that. It's like having a kid. Yeah. <laughs> it's very. It's uh. It it genuinely feels terrific. If you have any kind of neck pain or okay. we'll anything have a go like at that, it. yeah, well, let's all have a go. We'll all have a go at it. Yeah, we'll have sure. a go whenever we're done. But that's my uh, that's my pick. Of the How week. much is one of those? Uh, it was like thirty quid. Okay, I think. Yeah, um, did you get this on Amazon or something like that? Uh, no, I, I don't think they sell them. On I was on, they I followed them on Instagram and have been for a while, and they've been out of stock for forever. It's an Instagram thing. It's an Instagram thing. Okay. Um, but it's very good. They look like they took them off some shoes. Like the soles of some shoes, they just skimmed them off some and put them together. I'd wear those shoes. <laughs> yeah, I thought you might. I'd wear those shoes. Uh, what about you, PJ? Um, do I have a pick of the week? Um, Miracle Berries? No. I, no, I did have a pick of the week and I've forgotten the bloody thing. Ah, oh, balls. Uh, I can't remember. Oh, yeah, no, no. Can't, I was just talking about this earlier. I discovered a YouTube thing that's been going for about 12 years or something. Ah. Um, what's his name? Captain... Captain Disillusion. Captain Disillusion. 
who Don't does, know what that is. Oh, it's really good. He basically is a video, visual effects guy uh, who sort of debunks visual effects videos where, where people have gone, oh my God, this video of this child floating is incredible. And he goes, no, look, I'll show you how this was all done. But it's all done as a character. And the character is Captain... Captain Disillusion. Disillusion. Uh, and it's all done kind of... He's he's He wore, he's, wears this weird makeup and yeah, a tracksuit. Like the the bottom half of his face is like silver paint. Yeah. And he has, I guess, sort of a black line. It, it does have this weird sort of disorienting effect that makes him look like he's a... He's a VFX character himself. Yeah, yeah. And 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 he's done a couple of... So I, I kind of stumbled across this guy and I thought, what's this? And the first thing I saw was... I saw a photo of him and he looked really young and skinny. And then a video of him where he looked doughy and older. I thought, what? And, and it's because he's been doing it for about 12 or 15 years or something crazy. Yeah. Um, so he's been making these videos as this character. for, And I, I'm like going, how have I never even seen this guy before? How is that even possible um so i watched I thought you were gonna say oh, i saw one picture of me he was so skinny and then another one when he's older like he'd visual effects himself well, to show how it could be done initially... if he's just like nope he was just better looking when he started and he'd been <laughs> withered <What>? by time <laughs> haven't we all um so anyway but he's also done he's done sort of presentations for blender and all these other things and he does he doesn't do if you watch a, a presentation with him it's not like here's how I do all this stuff. It's a show. It's like a show with music sometimes, and it's kind of and it's sort of it's just interesting to watch. I just thought it was really yeah, good. Yeah, he sort of dissects things like uh, viral videos of yeah, you know, like when people go like, oh look at these guys making this amazing shot, and then he kind of shows well actually this is a visual effects shot. This is a you can see what the masking plate is here. You can see this. You can see a very bad. Bad, but he does it. He does it. Does it all with humor, yes. and he and he creates his own visual effects and stuff. And he did that. He did the uh, one about uh, there's sort of video going around recently where water looked like it wasn't flowing, and then you put your hand in the uh, way. Laminar and it was, flow, laminar flow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he was going, "This isn't laminar flow." That, and let me show you. And he, and he kind of went, "This is the only way you can do this, really." But if if you want, here's here's what it would look like as a visual effect, and it's like a loop of water going around everywhere. It's really it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's pretty it interesting. And it kind of does. His channel it does kind of open your eyes to how many um, how many viral videos that you see on the internet are probably all just VFX reels that are yeah yeah that's mostly what I do when my dad sends me a WhatsApp video. <laughs> it's like <laughs> no no that's not a sh- that's not a real shark. <laughs> oh, have you seen the shark video where the shark's goofy live swimming around all goofy like he's a puppy dog in the water? No, no, it's a great white shark. Anyway, anyway. So that's our show. That's our show. I've been Ron. I've been PJ. Let's go. Ch-ch-ch-check it out. Oh, <laughs>